Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that's blowing away on the windy day. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag just saying. We are, okay, we're recording this in the middle of a storm. Trying to. There's a storm (laughs) outside. Lots of rain, wind, strong winds. Very strong winds. I am now missing half my fence. Yes, you Seriously. Are. Well, it's not missing. It's lying I down. I know exactly where it is. <laughs> it's just lying down. I have one, two, three, four, five panels down. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven twelve. twelve. <laughs> I was, you know, it's funny you do that because I was editing, um, what do you call that? Uh, the, the video? The location videos that <laughs> we do, which you can watch on YouTube, folks. Yay. As well as the video version of the podcast. Yay. Um, <laughs> And it was bonus footage that you had done. You were just recording randomly while we were driving around. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of it, for no reason, I started doing the Ladybug Picnic song. <laughs> and they all played games at the Ladybug Picnic. <laughs> and then we start doing the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten from the electric company. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So it's a clusterfuck of a day. <sighs> Was that the day that we were near that CVS or something? Near the CVS. That was the day that I was looking for something that I can't remember. Oh, I remember what I think, it was. I think you shouted out CVS or something. You, did you, I? You like excited to see it for some reason. Well, you know why? Because when you're driving around and you see nothing, when you finally see something you recognize, you get so excited. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> CVS. Huh. I think you startled me that day when you did that. I I very well might have. <laughs> I, but I was actually... Um, actually. actually? That was the day that uh, I was actually looking for... Uh, this was during the... This was, I think, the summertime. I don't remember when it was. It might have been September, October. But uh, <clears throat> Lay's had done these special potato chips... Mm-hmm. They were like taco-flavored potato chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were good. I remember that. They were good, mm-hmm. and I like them, so they don't make them anymore. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's how it works. I don't think... Well, it was like you're supposed to vote, and I don't Guilty. think... Guilty! <laughs> That's not a vote! <laughs> you're supposed to vote, and... Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't think the one I like won, which it always happens, so... Right. So... It's like I, with M&M's. I remember, I, yeah, exactly. So I remember I got excited because I saw Walgreens. And I was like, oh, I'm pulling into Walgreens because we might, I might be able to find those chips. Mm-hmm. I think I found a baby bag. Maybe it was Walgreens that you shouted. Could have been. You were more excited about that than CVS. <laughs> I think they were like across the street from each I other. I prefer Walgreens. I don't know why. CVS, uh, they're a little, well, you're, they you're, got a little too big for their britches. You're probably one of the few people that even still know what CVS means. Ah, consumer value stores. There you go. Yes. Uh, my uncle used to work there. That's how the only reason I know that. So. CVS. Oh, you'll enjoy that later. All right, CVS, pay us for that one. <laughs> Somebody better <laughs> fucking pay me. With so, Michael Bivens. We asked him last week. <laughs> BVD. Dude, sponsor us. Yeah. 
So I had to take, well, I didn't have to, but I took today off. I um, wish I did. Didn't, don't, don't you? Yep. Jesus, they were closing a lot of roads in the city that you live in. Mm-hmm. A lot, lot, lot of uh, roads in Quincy were turning into oceans, <laughs> being at least three feet deep of water, and From people were getting... <laughs> people... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking seagulls just hanging out in your car. What up, bro? They were evacuating people from their buildings and houses over oh there. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. I wasn't sure about the weather, the way he's going to keep up the rest of the night. So I just yeah. came right right over him where he's, I went to work in. He's right in his work garb, <laughs> if you want to check that out on YouTube. I'm not wearing a fun shirt. I'm wearing a polo no. shirt this time. Not, no Very fun. White. Very white. <laughs> I look like I'm glowing on the video. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe mm. you have there's an aura. I feel like Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, dear. Oh, nay. Mm. Hmm. So my day started off okay, and then... Well, it should. You were home. I, it, well, yeah, and then <laughs> everything went downhill oh. with the fence, and now I can't, you know, the dog, <laughs> she can't go out unsupervised now, so I have to so, walk her in the backyard. Yep. In the rain. In the rain. Get blown over. Uh, my, my hat went away. <laughs> my hat blew away. I had to chase it across the yard. That was fun. <laughs> back, you fuck. I'm not buying a new hat. <laughs> I can't. This is a twenty-six dollar hat. <laughs> Shit. You better get back here. This is right. <laughs> so, I texted my husband some pictures of the destruction, <laughs> and I saved the one with the fence panel on top of his car for last. Oh. And he goes, "Oh no, the fence! Oh no! Oh no!" And then I sent him the, the one with the car, and he goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> He's like, "Are you serious?" And yes. then he goes, can you fix it? <laughs> sure. Let me get my hammer and nails. <laughs> the old hammer and nail. <laughs> I said, I can't fix it. I can't. Because this is how bad the wind is, folks. I actually did try to go outside and lift the panel. The wind it was blowing the opposite way. It literally like, was pushing the panel back. Mm -hmm. So it was like it was going to fall on top of me. So I'm like, yeah, no. It's and there's really no point yeah, because no. I can't properly fix it. And what I'm gonna have to do again <laughs> is dig the hole, secure the post, get everything secured up. So it's like I can't do that in the in the weather that we have because it will only fall again if I don't do it the right way. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> It's, I'm, uh, I'm beside myself. Well, you were saying though that I'm thinking about the, when I was going the old hammer and nail, that's going to yeah. be, that's going to be the still for the show Probably. on YouTube. <laughs> Probably. And you know what's fucked up is something just, I saw the shadow of something just fall from the sky from the thing. There's all kinds of shit happening outside. It's. I see a bird. Oh, oh, perhaps it was a bird. Good, that's better than debris. He landed on the part of the fence over there that's still up. He's going to regret that <laughs> when that fucking panel falls. Because you know what? The extra weight of the bird is just going to fall. It looks like a good-sized bird. I can't tell where it is, though. Oh. The, the uh, screen on the window is kind of blurring it out on me. Well, yeah, because the rain's been beating the shit out on the screens all day. Oh, uh, it's coming this way. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, I can't see him anymore. <sighs> 
So, once again, we're complaining about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> then we literally get getting distracted. Ooh, a bird. <laughs> well, you know why? Because I'm just on high alert now because everything's falling down around me. <laughs> I'm waiting for that mysterious tap that we heard that, that night. Oh, my God. Oh, so you know what I did? I edited the... Um, Sean and I had gone to a fort, uh, Fort Seawall in Marblehead. At middle of the day, uh, it was a nice day, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, it was a nice day, and we Sportingly. were just we were just puttering around, and there was really no <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and there was really no like you can only see the outside of the fort, like you can't go inside. They but they have like bars on the doors and stuff. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, that part sucked. Oh, there was and one small too. It was very small. A mini fort. Yeah. Baby foot. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Lee. So there was there was one door. There was a big iron door. And we were kind of messing around. Sean was pulling on it. I pulled on it to make sure we couldn't get in. And then I banged on it twice and started to walk away. And then you hear bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Back. And I went, oh, <laughs> Like you can hear it in my, in my thing on the video. I'm like, did you fucking hear that? Did you just hear that? And we walked around to every entrance that you could possibly mm. use. We did. And they were locked, or you couldn't open the door. Yep. So that was fun. Uh, and as an added bonus, you'll be happy to hear this, Sean. As an added bonus, uh, because I didn't, we, I didn't bring like all of the equipment that I normally bring on shoots, because shoot, I know. <laughs> well, one, my back. <laughs> I couldn't carry. I couldn't handle my backpack. My back is shit. So I. It was like whatever I could stuff in my pockets, mm-hmm. and I didn't bring the stick. The I we selfie stick. The selfie stick because we do the intros and outros to the videos and stuff like that. And it's nice to have the camera so so far away. <laughs> so, ever so far away. We try to get a nice little background for you. Right. Of where we're at. Yeah. Want to make it pretty. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so anywho. <laughs> So I didn't bring that stuff, so I literally just had my camera. So I just set my camera up on a tree, and it fell twice, and the results were actually kind of comical <laughs> because I dove to catch it twice. And uh, you hear me like, I caught it! I was so victorious. It was literally like a catch, like El- Elderman yeah. in the Super Bowl <laughs> against the Falcons. I was like, no! That amazing catch he had with like four Falcons around him. It was exactly like that. It was funny. I wish I had a... <laughs> I wish I was filming that moment from my angle. It's, it would have been hilarious. I'm sure it would have been. So, I've never seen her move that quick. I didn't want my shit to smash, man. <laughs> Nobody wants their shit to smash. So, no. And it probably would have because there was rocks and shit on the ground. Like I dove and then like dove onto the ground. Rocks so, the size of your fist. Oh, yeah. So those are on the video... As well, they're after the outro and stuff. I put a neat little, you know those old school movie counters, like boop, boop, and then it counts down? Yep. I got one of those on the end of it, and it's like, stay tuned for uh, two bloopers and the bonus footage of us driving around. So that'll be good when it gets posted up. should start using that at the beginning of each one. Yeah, I should start using more of those. I I have the, um, (laughs) I should, this should... Every time, I was like, this should be an off-mic conversation. 
I have. I don't know if anybody out there remembers. Um, right before, like they would do like a holiday cartoon or something. CBS would have that thing that would that would scroll to <laughs> do 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 do, and it would just say special. I have that. It's like, very colorful. It's like neon. Yeah, yeah. I have that, and I've been dying to put it on the front of one of the videos. <laughs> Maybe I'm waiting for a special one. <laughs> I'm waiting for us to be able to start the shoots again. Yeah, soon. That's why I'm trying to get everything. Everything done. I only got two done today because the world is coming down around me. <laughs> yeah, well, today you don't know if the power is going to stay on or not. Uh, well, it's I've only lost it for about eight seconds once, and the lights really haven't flickered since. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that we can get through the show yeah. and save it <laughs> and upload it. Quick before, save. Yeah, before everything goes to shit. Always save automatically. Always be saving. You'll be pissed if you didn't. Yep. So, do we have anything this week? We had a ton of stuff last week. Hmm. If you haven't listened to that show, go listen to that one. That was a good one. Let's see what I have here. <laughs> not as if this one's not good. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. What's yours there? What's mine? You're going to like What's this. What's yours is yours. What's mine is mine. You're going to like this. Because you inspired me this week. Ooh. Or did I? You did. Nice. Because you had... Do I inspire anybody else out there? <laughs> well, you had the uh, day at work that you were texting me about the other day. That you remember? Day at work. Yeah, you had, you had a day. You had a bad morning the other morning. Oh. So, <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I've had some shitty co-workers in my time. Hmm. Right? So, and I thought, you know what? What? This is a universal experience. A lot of people have people that they work with who are absolute assholes. Mm-hmm. Right? So I thought, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to help everybody else out there. And perhaps, you know, and <clears throat> I've, I've actually noticed. Actually? Actually, some things that I do on here. So. Oh, um, before you start. Okay, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> have a good evening. Okay. <laughs> Um, what uh, Tara's going off of was... Oh, see, I wasn't going to tell, but well, if you want to tell, tell. I'll explain it. Oh, boy! <laughs> Lately at my job, like uh, about four years ago, I volunteered to help at the station do the fingerprinting there. Because the detective guy who was doing the printing, they wanted to put him on uh, big cases, and they needed someone to fill in, so I volunteered. Don't ever volunteer. <laughs> that should be rule number one. <laughs> that becomes permanent. And I'm at the point, like, four years later, that I'm not happy doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said it before to one of the captains that used to be in charge of my department, and he's like, oh, you love it. You know, <laughs> he's just ignoring it and playing it off like I'm being funny here. What a dick! <sighs> you know you love it. So now, almost every time lately, my coworkers turn around, um, Sean, can you do some fingerprints? Or the gun license lady walks by, Sean, can you do some prints? That's how she sounds. Hmm. Irritated. It's like scratching a record on me. <laughs> so lately I've been bitching and whining every time I had to do prints. And it seems like... And, <laughs> and um, one of them uh, apparently went crying to our supervisor, the l- lieutenant. And uh, he saw me up- upstairs when I was putting some restraining orders away and asked me to come into his office. And I'm thinking, oh. great, what now? 
What now? And then he tells me about how he heard my attitude about fingerprinting. And for me to just kind of keep it at bay and... <laughs> keep it at bay? <laughs> well, he didn't say that. Oh. I said that. All right. I'm trying to make it seem a little better. <laughs> oh, okay. You're trying to put a fresh coat of paint on a wound. Yes. I gotcha. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. the past two days, I've been not saying a word. Nice. Nice. I luckily, I haven't had much to do, but... <laughs> Listen, and you know what I hate? I also hate the type of coworker who thinks that because they've been there a little while... Like, they, they, they're the boss. They think they're a supervisor or something. Oh, God, I hate that person. It's like, you know mm-hmm. what? You're not the boss of me. Right. Especially when you've been there longer than they have. Yeah. I'm not going to answer to you. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> you, know, my... you go. I like it over here. <laughs> you know, my other favorite thing to do is when my boss does, because I've had, like, step into my office and I'm like, oh god! Like my like no your pain. No one wants to hear. That's the panic button yeah. pushed. No one, right? No one wants to hear. Can I talk to you for a moment? Come in my office for a minute. Can I see you in my office? Yeah. Although I do that as a joke. <laughs> I'll yell over my supervisor like, "Can you step in my office, please?" I have a cubicle. I don't even have a fucking office. <laughs> I don't deserve one, by the way. <laughs> so what I used to do to my old boss was whenever. Because if she would call you into her office just to tell you something real quick, it would just like be like, boom, you're just going to have that conversation and leave. But if it was a more serious, you know, we need to have a big discussion, mm. she'd be like, all right, I need you to close the door. <laughs> close the door so, behind you. So after that, whenever I get called in the office, I'll go, is this a closed door conversation? <laughs> because then I know that it's a serious conversation. So I started doing that to my new boss because my old boss left. And it, it like, she doesn't, I don't know if she like understands. Like, she's like, I guess you can close, ooh, lights flicking. She's like, I don't know, you can close it if you want to. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to close it. Hmm? In case you say something and I can't be incriminated. So, no, I don't I don't like being called in the office. Nobody does. It's like getting called to the principal's office. What bothered me more is whoever it was that went crying to him, mm-hmm. it would have been nice if they pulled me aside and told me, look, your negative emotions about doing fingerprints is making some of us feel uneven or awkward or... Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to talk to anybody anymore. No. You notice that? It's they, like, They want well, to go crying to who's in charge. Right. It's like, oh, I don't want to have to talk to you. <laughs> and believe me, <laughs> I get that. I get that. But it's like, you know, sometimes you gotta... Like, hey, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. So... On, on that the, note... On the back of that... This is, uh, we posed a, we, here's a, a people poll. We've posed a question. What is the nicest, most professional way to say fuck you to a coworker? <laughs> All right. Blind so, in the face? No. Nah. So these are, these are some nice, passive aggressive ways if you have a shitty coworker to let them know they're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother. If they try to give you, uh, you know, tidbits on how to do your job or whatever, you simply say thanks for your input. 
Well, and you could actually follow that with, it really means a lot to me. <laughs> okay? These get worse. Good. One person said, I just say, fuck you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think See? is getting right to the point. Straight to the point. Blunt. That's to the point. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your effort. I can tell you've put in all you've got. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one because that's like underlying like, I can tell you put in all you got. And it's real shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you really should have kept it to yourself, actually. Actually. I appreciate the feedback. <laughs> Thank you for your feedback. I will take it into consideration. <laughs> This person has a story, because heaven forbid they, they do something real quick. I was a new hire, and a person in a quasi-supervisory advisory role pointed out a mistake I'd made a few times. She explained what to do to avoid such an error in the future. I emailed back, I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it under advisement. I like to add... I'll consult someone more knowledgeable. <laughs> Your opinions have been noted and will be given all the attention they deserve. Very I like little. that one. I like that one, too. Um, that might be the uh, the base of my emails from now on. Uh, in the Army, when receiving current orders, task details, we would often use Roger in place of, yeah, I got it, fuck off now. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> I'll pray for you, <laughs> which I, I was that only work in like a, I don't know if that would only work in a clergy situation. <laughs> if you're throwing prayers out in the workplace, you might get a closed door conversation. I'm <laughs> um, carrying that here. <laughs> that falls under religion and some people are. Yeah. Uh, You've made people uncomfortable. Well, hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. Amen. I'm sorry you feel that way or I'm sorry to hear you feel that way. So you're not even sorry they feel that way, just that they told you about it. <laughs> Smile, nod, then walk away. I like that one. Call them by the wrong name all the time. I, well, you know what? When I first, like, I'm horrible with names, so I often will call people the wrong name, but not on purpose. I do that too. There was one time, actually, actually, actually. there was one time that, I was calling somebody by the wrong name, and they didn't correct me. Hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's not even your fucking name. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that wasn't your name? <laughs> Maybe they wanted an alias. <laughs> I don't know. We have one uh, one officer that works with the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah. His name is Dare Don. <laughs> His name is Don. <gasps> Don D.A.R.E.? That's so, awesome. Sometimes I call him um, Dan by accident. <laughs> oh, D.A.R.E., Don, Dan. It works. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, there's one letter that's different and still a vowel, but vowel movements. <laughs> um, when I used to work in support, I'd often end frustrating calls with simply "try to have a nice day." <laughs> uh, I hope the rest of your day is as pleasant as you are. <laughs> that's my new outro. <laughs> Poor planning on your part does not constitute an immediate emergency on my part. Hmm. That's going to go in emails at work. <laughs> I like that. Your emergency is not my urgency. <laughs> also a good one. Yes. I like that too. Well, 
That's one way of looking at the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way of looking at it. CC their boss on emails from them when they fuck up and you have to fix it. (laughs) I'd be emailing all day. Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. Yeah, what? There's a subtle art of giving someone the cold shoulder and cutting them out of your day that is a great way of remaining civil, but basically giving big fuck you signals. (laughs) Reply to questions with curt one-word answers. Be polite, but not welcoming such as uh, not initiating any conversations or intimacies, such as smiling or saying hello. When they start talking in a group scenario, such as on lunch break, look at your phone, be disinterested in their conversation. It's these little things that go noticed and start to play with their mind. (laughs) There you go. My go-to fuck you is duly noted. (laughs) Coworkers, bosses, clients, random, random people, it doesn't matter. If you say or do something inane, and I'm having one of those days, you will get a duly noted. <laughs> a co-worker came back from maternity leave and was on a power trip and was a big witch. It's, it's another person who thinks they're a boss. We were handing out uh, tasking, for, uh, and for five minutes I had free time, and I said I could help. Well, no, don't volunteer. <laughs> exactly, he told us. I just told you, don't volunteer. Well, tasking changed and let people know. Next day, I got called into the office, and her manager said I wasn't being a team player and showed me the email. The bitch cut and paste the original <laughs> email and made it look like I had been putting this off for weeks. I went back to my desk, forwarded the original email, CC'd my contact who backed me up with the original email, pointing out the fact that... H, uh, uh, the bitch, had not done her own tasking and has repeatedly dropped the ball. Bitch. And because of me, the work got done on time. I was apologized to, and I and uh, I was like, she needs to back off and cut the shit. <laughs> oh, and her day was not happy. The bitch used me for a reference on her next project she wanted. She did not get it. <laughs> That'll learn you. <ya. laughs> Daryl, will you please shut your fucking mouth and get back to work? <laughs> Who is Daryl? Straight to the point. What? What? Poor Daryl. <laughs> My back hurts. Why does your back hurt? Because I've been carrying your weight and picking up the slack for your worthless ass all day. <laughs> now please do your fucking job. <laughs> I like that. I can't use it, but I like it. Uh, quote some bullshit that the person says and then say, please advise. <laughs> With all due respect, go fuck yourself, you worthless piece of shit. <laughs> uh, a lot of these can't be used, but, you know, you can think it. Depends what your occupation is. Bring food in, hand deliver it to everyone but them. <laughs> wow. If you were on life support, Jeff, I would pull the plug to charge my phone. Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, fuck Jeff. Jeff's an asshole, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I'm afraid we're all out of fucks at the moment. We will be restocking in the next three to four business days. If you acquire fucks before then, we recommend you go fuck yourself. (laughs) That's a bit long. It is, but it's good. But if you can memorize it, have a go at it. I learned a lot here, and I won't forget it anytime soon. (laughs) I'm putting that in my resignation (laughs) letter. Friendly reminder and please advise are my two classics. 
Yes, I hear you, meaning your subsequent ignoring is intentional. Let's agree to disagree. With all appropriate respect, frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> and the last one, on an old boss's going away card, I wrote, I hope you find as much joy as you have brought us. <laughs> frankly, Scott, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope you have the day you deserve. Anybody out there have something as good as these? Send them to us. You can send them to us at the word hashtag just saying podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, Stitcher, the email is right literally in the description. I can't make it easier for you. <laughs> I can't make it easier. I, hammer and I, no. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't. The old hammer and nail. Yes. <laughs> Um, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else have we got? We, I know we got other shit. <sighs> there was a lot of swearing in that last bit. I don't normally swear that much right out the gate. Oh, well, that was cool. To my knowledge. That was cool. <sighs> I'm going to do... I know, I felt bad for you all week. I was like, oh. <laughs> Some co-workers just suck. Yeah, but one of the things that I did... Yeah? The rest of that day, I was very quiet. And did you get the, oh, what's wrong? No, but I was waiting for it. <laughs> it's hard to get that when you're surrounded by four co-workers who spend more time texting on their phones... No. ...rather than looking up at the front window and seeing that there's someone standing there waiting for assistance. I Now, I don't know how your conversation went. But I would have taken that as an opportunity to air my grievances about my coworkers. Be like, listen, this is the stuff that is holding me back, and this is why I have an attitude problem. When I was uh, in the office as a lieutenant, mm-hmm. I had that feeling at the moment, like if I started sending anything back to him mm-hmm. about who does what, he mm-hmm. probably wouldn't want to hear it at that moment. Okay. So I just kind of kept it off. All right. Thank you. I will take that under advisement. (laughs) Yes. I am all out of fucks to give. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's how how I left his office. Okay. (laughs) And I just figured, all right, I'll just go back downstairs. I'm just going to be quiet the rest of the day. Duly noted. Anybody needs fingerprinting? I'm just like, all right. Just going to nod. (laughs) Now, you actually, before before we dive into the other... Things we got. Mm. You actually, there were actually people who were coming into the the police station today. Yeah, to, for things because people need their gun license right before <sighs> anything else. There's a storm outside. Yeah, we having like fifty plus mile an hour winds. Excuse me. We got streets flooding like shit, and people have to come in to get their gun license. They were closing streets down and stuff, and the mayor mm-hmm. was literally on TV last night, like, "Please don't leave your house unless you have to." And you don't have to go get your gun license. In I can wait. Storm. Ooh, here comes my ride. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> sirens. <laughs> it's sirens. If you can't hear it on the audio. We're hoping the audio picks it up because these mics are awesome. Now you're going to hear it. All right, now it's gone. <laughs> they, they got to where they were going. <laughs> they couldn't find us. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll hide under the desk. I didn't do it. Eh, I might have. <laughs> I'm all out of fucks to give, Sean. <laughs> Duly noted. 
I will take that under advisement. <laughs> Here's a sign. Yes. Oh, Susan. <laughs> Are you bowling again? <laughs> Strew, right? Oh, thank you, Susan. Really means a lot to me. <laughs> trying to decide what I want to do tonight. Oh, boy. Hmm. 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 Yes. Um... It's just, this is not how I want to begin March. It's like, <laughs> Me neither, it's, it's March 2nd. I don't know when you good folks are listening to this, but this is not how you start March. I'm just glad this ain't happening next week. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, you got a lot mm. going on next week. No, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, well, because I just remembered I have, um, I, I took today off because of the storm and because I didn't want to die. Um, <laughs> I didn't want a tree to land on me. I know. Um, and I would have But just, other people have to go get the gun license. I know. And I would have been just thinking about like, oh, is the house okay? And blah, blah, blah. I mean, I have one of those video doorbells. So I can see what's going on in the, in the front of my house. Beekaboo. But you, yeah. And, uh, but it's like, you know. <laughs> it's, so I mean, if I saw something and then I had to get home real quick, it's like, oh shit, the roads were <laughs> were bad. Um, so like I said, so I took today off. I have next Friday off too. Yes, I'm. It's one of the one of the days that you had to use. Before, yeah, it was uh, my rollover time. personal time day, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that I don't get in trouble for taking two Fridays <laughs> off in a row. <clears throat> what better a day to take off? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking next Friday off too. Yeah, sh- I I tried for later in the month also, and she was like, "Nope." Oh, ne- next Friday's the best day for you to take off. Because <laughs> we're gonna record the show in the afternoon. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Cause it's my birthday. It's a, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. I don't know. There's like eight songs going on in my head. Oh, boogie down. <laughs> so what do we what do we got? Oh, <sighs> well, we got stuff. <laughs> we got stuff. Can't wait for the the break. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, then I guess I'll just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh goodness. Oh. Uh, so real quick, and this. No, take it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go too quick. What was I gonna say? Like Black Panther is killing it at the theater. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet because I haven't. I have to watch Thor first. Um, although I probably don't have to, I'm just really weird about that shit and I want to. Um, a friend of mine actually, actually, actually friend? tried to go like last week and the, the show was sold out. Wow. It's been out for a couple of weeks now, right? I know. At least two or three. I know. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I'm starting to get into the Hulk myself. Oh Yeah. Because, you know, I mentioned before about the little phases of movies and TVs <laughs> that I go through. Yeah. Right now I'm starting to get into the Hulk. I've been watching the Incredible Hulk series that had mm. Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. Well, that's a good series. I love it. You should. Then I, while I'm watching, I'm thinking, all right, when I was little, I didn't care about the whole drama. I just wanted to see him turn into the Hulk and kick some ass. Well, right, yeah. Those are the only parts I care about. You want to see one. his eyes glow and then like... You hear that music change. Right. Or start up when his eyes are like whitish green. Mm-hmm. They say in documentaries that they're white eyes, but when they show close-ups, they look green. They did, yeah. So we'll say greenish white. 
We could say whatever. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Now while I'm wa- watching, I'm thinking about back, like, know, the early 2000s when I went to uh, what we have around here around Halloween time was Spooky World. Mm-hmm. And they used to be over right next to um, Boxborough Stadium. Right. Back then, that's when I got to meet um, Lou Ferrigno, which was weird and it felt awkward. <laughs> which was weird and awkward. <laughs> it was great to meet him, but I didn't have his full attention. The Hulk is weird and awkward. Is either girlfriend at the time or his wife at the time? I don't know. Uh, she was there with him. Um, they were like under a little tent that like stre- stretched out. Mm-hmm. So there was like six or seven tables going mm-hmm. across. He, him, and her was the only ones in the tent at the time. There was Ooh. nobody in line. Probably if I wasn't, <laughs> if I didn't stroll in, <laughs> he probably would have been hulking her. Oh, <laughs> he hulked her in the tent. Oh my god! Go hammer and nail. <laughs> <laughs> you keep doing that. That's gonna be the thing. It will be. That's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I'm but, not explaining that. But it just felt awkward because, well, the good part of it was nobody was in there, mm-hmm. just him and her. Nobody in line to meet him at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking this couldn't get any better. Right. So while I'm coming up to him i say hi he said hi and I, was, and I was telling him how great it is to meet him and how i loved watching the hulk mm-hmm. while i'm doing this and stuff they're kind of talking to each other the whole time oh i really thought you were gonna say while i'm saying all this she's slightly massaging his shoulder and thigh <laughs> well that would have been more quiet i would have been <laughs> fine with that <laughs> sean at least they would have shut up yeah Duly noted. Like, bitch, I'm, I'm one of his fans are here. This is probably this might be my only time to meet him. Why don't you shut up and let him talk to me? <laughs> hey, I paid. I'll pay you if yeah. I want to talk to you. And I got shut. to shake his hand after he signed my photo, and I just kind of walked away. Yeah. As I was walking away, I kind of ran into um, Kane Hodder. Oh, okay. Which was awesome. <laughs> And then uh, I shook his hand, and we were talking for a few minutes, and he was saying about, at the time, he was uh, announced to be on Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-hmm. So he was telling me about that and how it, uh, he's going to be working on that, and it's going to be coming out that, uh, I don't know, what? You hear the fucking wind? Oh. <laughs> it's like a spacecraft. I was going to say, did the ghost just go by? I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Continue. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I was listening. Yeah, he was telling me about that, and I was excited for him, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Um, then, of course, later on, Hollywood, where a production team changed mm-hmm. it, so it's not Kane Hodder anymore, and so many fans were disappointed. I'm sure. But that night was my experience meeting Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> it was weird and awkward. I'm sure it'll be different now, because we've gone past him before at Comic-Cons. and yes. I haven't seen her there with him. Well, good. She <laughs> sure. needs to stay home. So now we move on to one of the things that I'm going to Deep breath, Sean. Deep breath. I came across this article online a few days ago. Characters the DC stole from Marvel and renamed. Oh! So I figured something like this oh, would be Oh, they fun. stealing! <laughs> He's stealing! He's stealing! <clears throat> First one on the, uh, on the list here was Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Versus Submariner. Oh, and Aquaman.
has a better name. Nobody likes Aquaman. <laughs> Nobody really likes Aquaman anyway, but Aquaman has a better name. Mm-hmm. So they stay. So DC took Aquaman from Submariner. Yeah. Oh, Marvel. Aquaman was nineteen forty-one, and Submariner was nineteen thirty-nine. Back in 1939, the company, then known as Timely Comics, published uh, Marvel Comics number one. The issue featured the C jerk face name <laughs> Namer, right? Yeah. Namer. The Submariner, who terrorized the surface world because of its inhabitants' abuse of the oceans. He regularly fought the original Human Torch, but Namer would soon fight for humanity when he teamed up with the Torch and Captain America in the fight against the... Does that really say Nazis? It really says Nazis! Wow. <laughs> get wor- those Nazis! In World War Two, I didn't know that. Go get them, Cap! <laughs> Two years later, National Comics would later become DC, publish more fun comics, number 73, which provided the first appearance of Aquaman. A guy whose scientist dad gave the ability to breathe underwater and talk to fish. Wow, what powers. <laughs> breathe underwater. What do you do? I can breathe underwater and talk to fish. <laughs> breathe underwater? Cool. I will take that under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. My son's got no friends, so I'm going to give him some friends. <clears throat> under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> um... Guy whose scientist dad gave the ability to breathe underwater and talk to fish. Many years later, Aquaman would gain a disposition towards the surface while running and ruling the. Wow, that does sound like a. Thank you. Like an alien ship going over here. Uh, ruling the kingdom to defining characteristics that Namor had first. Take that, America. <laughs> well, take this too. <laughs> 1942's Guardian versus 1941's Captain America. <laughs> I just said, go get him, Cap. <laughs> and you just said America. <laughs> Soon after Tommy Comics published the first issue of Captain America back in 41, the character it was named after became a smash hit. The shield-wielding, Nazi-punching, super patriot proved so popular, in fact, that his creators, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, were annoyed at not earning as much as they were promised. <sighs> that always happens. Mm-hmm. Big surprise. But... They skipped out on Timely and headed over to National Comics, where they created The Guardian in 1942. Instead of a soldier turned superhero, The Guardian was a cop turned crusader. Hmm. Through this design, was though this design was pretty simple compared with Captain America, the two shared more than just a few visual similarities which is most apparent in each of the shields. Guardian has popped up in various different forms throughout DC <laughs> Comics' history since the creation, but he's never had nearly the same kind of popularity or lasting power as Capped. Cap! Yeah. Oh, Captain America. <clears throat> 1976, Bumblebee. <laughs> it's a bee! <laughs> <laughs> Versus 1963's The Wasp. In 1961, I hate Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> I got stung by one before. <laughs> that, fucker, that fucker hurt. There is, I hate to interrupt you. 
but I will. They all I interrupted <laughs> myself. <laughs> you did. I've been stuck my wasp. It sucks. You, you interrupted yourself first. <laughs> um, I was edit- like I said, I was editing the video, and um, for random, we, we I also edited the Medfield Asylum video. Mm-hmm. We were just outside, and then randomly just started talking about getting hit bit bit by a bee versus getting bit by a mosquito. <laughs> I don't know if you recall that conversation. So? It was just very strange. It was mm-hmm. like. Well, I'd rather get bit by a mosquito than bit by a bee. And we just went on this whole thing about it. <laughs> the I was bee. like, what the hell are we... Why are we discussing this right now? It was just very random and strange. I was about to say random. It was. <laughs> and, you know, bees are like wasps. They suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they sting. Bastards. They don't suck, they sting. They do. In 1961, DC Comics published Showcase number 34, which featured a hero named the Atom. A scientist who shrunk down to beat up bad guys with the power of um, smallness. <laughs> I am so tiny, I'm going to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> Kaping. That's the way it is. Of comma, uh, comma, smallness. In 62, Marvel published Tales to Astonish number 27, which told the story of uh, Ant-Man. A scientist who shrunk down and beat up bad guys with the power of smallness. <laughs> Gee, what a coincidence. <laughs> Plus ants. Oh, boy. But then a year later in 63, Marvel debuted the Wasp, a little lady who helped Ant-Man fight crime with wings and power to sting criminals. It took DC 13 more years to make its own version of the Wasp, and it's a pretty balanced copy in most outward respects. Like the Wasp, Bumblebee is a shrinking lady that stings villains while flying around. Bumblebee. Wow, this sounds like a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you badass. This sounds like something a little kid would come up with for a story. And then I'm going to have him fly around and <laughs> punch people. <laughs> and that's going to be cool because he's going to be small. Watch out. I'm going to sting you. <laughs> you bad guy, I'm going to sting you. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Sean. I don't know. I just don't get this one. <sighs> this makes me happy that I wasn't really deep in the comics when I was little. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Wasp and bees. What do they do? They sting bad guys. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Unlike the wasp, whose name is all too appropriate for the sake of this comp- uh, comparison. Bumblebee was actually DC's first female African-American superhero. Too bad she's never risen above B-level status, <laughs> mainly for being a member of various versions of Teen Titans and the Doom Patrol. I'm sorry, that was kind of funny. B-level, get it? B-level <laughs> status. Bee. Bumblebee! Oh my god! <laughs> it's a pun! It's a bee! It's uh, <laughs> like, oh boy, this sounds lame. <laughs> You're a wasp? Get out of here. 1980s New Teen Titans versus the 1975 Uncanny X-Men. Oh, boy. Many comic fans have pointed out the similarities between DC Comics' Doom Patrol and Marvel's X-Men, both of which made their comic debuts in 63, with Doom Patrol edging out the mutants by three months. But in 75, Marvel relaunched the X-Men with an almost entirely new lineup of characters like Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Banshee, while bringing one-time Incredible Hulk, advisory, Wolverine into the mix. 
It was a smash, and the X-Men went from second-tier uh, second heroes to one of the industry's most popular franchises. In 1980, DC Comics looked to replicate that success. They took their old superhero teams, the Teen Titans, which was compromised of sidekicks like Robin, Kid Flash, and Wonder Girl. Right. <laughs> it's like their version of Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. And well, basically made them the X-Men. They added new characters like Cyborg, Starfire, and Raven. While reintroducing an uh, older character, Beast Boy. Beast Boy? <laughs> yeah. Interesting side note, Beast Boy made his appearance in, that's right, the Doom Patrol. It all comes full circle, you guys. <laughs> the two books proved so popular in the 1980s that the teams had a popular and successful crossover in 1982. Oh, good lord. Exactly. I just, you know, I mean, there's no original ideas anymore. No. I mean, people have been ripping off people for a long time. There's DC Marvel, and we're getting all these shitty remakes of movies. Mm-hmm. I saw an ad on TV. Ooh, did you see the lights go? Oh, boy. I saw an ad on TV the other day for um, the new Death Wish with Bruce Willis, and I just got very, very mm. angry. <laughs> oh, boy. Good thing you didn't turn green. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> what are the mics can pick that up? I don't know. I I don't know if the mics can hear the wind or not. I actually, hmm. when actually? I went out when I went outside the first time, I put my GoPro. Oh, dark! I can't see. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Sean! <laughs> He's trying to see outside. I have a little GoPro, and I put it in the waterproof case, and I tried to go outside with it. But that was when I saw that the fence was down on top of his car and I had to stop recording because I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I had to try to pick it up. It didn't work. Anyway. <laughs> uh, one more. 1976 Cobra with the K versus Hydra 1965. If you watch any of the Captain America movies, and if you're reading this, you probably have. You know who Hydra is. Created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. They're the green-wearing group of fin- fanatical terrorist bad guys in the Marvel Universe who frequently plagued Nick Fury. Oh, poor Nick Fury <laughs> with his little eye patch. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. and the rest the rest of the rest of the superheroes. But did you know that DC Comics had its own slightly crappier version of Hydra? I didn't know that, Sean! It's Tell true! Tell us all about it! All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Cobra Cult. Created by Kirby in 76, they're a snake-obsessed bunch of green-wearing terrorists who follow the orders of a dude, that's what it says, a dude. orders of a dude who simply goes by the name Cobra, with a K. Fair enough. K. K. Aside from a few particulars and the kind of serpent creature, each group takes its name from there aren't enough differences between Hydra and Cobra. To bother discussing. But Hydra was first. Hail Hydra. (laughs) Good for you, Hydra. Good for you, Hydra. (laughs) Get on in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Hmm. Pretty much. Do you have something else? 
Do I have something else? No, I don't. <laughs> I just came with fuck you co-worker stories. <laughs> that was all I came to the table with. Yep. We're going to keep the um, the comic thing going on then. Oh, all right. Because the other one I have is... It's a hot shit day. <laughs> hot shit. <laughs> I wish that could be the title. <laughs> I know. Actors who refuse huge Marvel roles. Oh, this is going to be lit. Yeah. All right. Landing a role in a Marvel movie means potential stardom for up-and-coming actors, renewed popularities for Asian vets, and a fat paycheck for anyone willing to don on a cool metal suit. But despite Marvel's impact on the modern movie business, not every actor is keen to put on a mask and do a battle with alien armies. In fact, when Marvel went on after the celebrities on this list, they all said, no thanks. <gasps> no! I'm, I, I, I feel like there's going to be a name on this list that I'm going to be like, what? Why? Well, how about the first one? All right, let's have it. Let's start with Russell Crowe. Oh, Fuck you, Russell Crowe. I'm glad you weren't in a Marvel movie. Who turned down the opportunity to play Wolverine in the original <gasps> X-Men. Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. And you know what? I'm glad because that mo- the X-Men movies, especially Wolverine, they made Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Big time. Made him. <laughs> bang, bang. Now, no one else wants to see anybody else be Wolverine except for him. Exactly. And I don't blame him. Yep. I yep. Just trying to think about how Russell Crowe was in like L.A. Confidential and stuff. He was good in L.A. Confidential. I can um, kind of picture him as a Wolverine, but not as great as Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He was he was okay. I uh, I'm trying to think like what other movies I've seen him in. Uh, The Gladiator. I saw him in Gladiator, mm-hmm. and I, he was okay. Eh. <laughs> okay. I just I don't know that he would have been a good Wolverine. Oh, and the weird thing is they're both Australian. That would work. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Wolver- uh, 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 Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe, they're both Australian. They are. So that's strange. <laughs> In an Access Hollywood interview, Crowe explained, quote, i just done a character whose animal totem as a wolf, which was that fellow Max in Gladiator. So I didn't oh. want to be connected with a wolf again. Unquote. Okay. <laughs> Your loss. He further clarified his reasoning, explained X-Men was, quote, a cartoon, and I'm not really into those. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Um, I will take that under advisement. Uh, Go fuck yourself, (laughs) Daryl. I will take that under advisement. I will take that under advisement, and uh, (laughs) your opinion has been noted. Yeah. Duly noted. There you go. Thank uh, you for your effort. I could tell you put in all you've got. <laughs> Smile and walk away. <laughs> Luckily for superhero fans everywhere, he did recommend Brian Singer to go with Hugh Jackman, who previously auditioned for the part. Doug Gray Scott. These days, Marvel movies are almost guaranteed to bring in big numbers at the box office. Black Panther. <laughs> but, yes, sir. Uh, always wasn't the case. People didn't care about 1989's The Punisher or 1990's Captain America. Fortunately, things started to change for Marvel when X-Men made it to the screen. Directed by Brian Singer, X-Men was well-received by audiences and critics, and it's credited as the film that gave rise to the modern era of superhero movies. The role of Wolverine 
also transformed Hugh Jackman from a stage performer into a Hollywood A-lister. But according to the actor, it was pure luck that he got the part in the first place. Well, he's not even giving credit to Russell Crowe for, <laughs> for recommending him. He's like, ah, it was luck. Smiled and walked Walk away, away from Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Smile and walk away from Russell Crowe. <laughs> and when he smiled, he had that little ding that was done in the movie Clue. Right. <laughs> Originally, Doug Ray Scott was the guy in line for a set of uh, claws. But there was a slight hitch in the plans. The Scars actor was playing the villain in Mission Impossible 2. And unfortunately for Scott, production went over schedule, forcing him to drop out of the upcoming superhero flick. Good. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Matt Damon. Oh no! Matt Damon! Good! (laughs) Matt Damon. What was he up for? I'm going to be thrilled he didn't get it. The eight-year stretch between X-Men and Iron Man was an interesting period in Marvel history. Susan should know something about that. (laughs) (laughs) Susan knows about that. While some of the films were praised by critics, such as X2, X-Men United, and Spider-Man 2, which Roger Ebert called the best superhero film since 1978's Superman. What? I know, huh? (laughs) There are also uh, misfires like Hulk, Elektra... (laughs) And most infamously, 2003's Daredevil. No. Yeah. Daredevil was a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. While the Ben Affleck flick, <laughs> the Affleck flick, <laughs> it actually says that. Woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck would chuck. Did well financially, critics tore it apart. Oh, it was shit. When asked. Asked about the film in 2016, Affleck responded, quote, I hate Daredevil so much. (laughs) (laughs) And he's fucking up Batman now, too. Exactly. So he should just keep his paws away from superheroes. Yes. However, Affleck could have uh, been spared all the embarrassment if his best friend had accepted the role first. As it turns out, Matt Damon was offered the part of Daredevil, and it was a pretty tempting deal. Both Damon and Affleck were Daredevil fans as kids, with Damon describing Matt Murdock as, quote, our favorite superhero. But when the movie star was approached with a project, he wasn't impressed with the script or familiar enough with the director, Mark Steven Johnson. Quote, I just tried to divorce my emotion from it, uh, Matt Damon explained, but Affleck was, quote, more of an emotional guy and couldn't say no, of course. Mm-hmm. Affleck had... Uh, Come to regret that decision. <laughs> we but, all regret that decision, Ben. Don't you worry about that. But Daredevil's uh, failure inspired him to get his next superhero movie, quote, right. And he's still getting <laughs> it wrong. That's, he's still getting it wrong. He's still not getting it right. That's why he took on the role of the Cape Crusader in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Exactly. <laughs> I never cared to even see them. I, uh, I heard it's... It's. <laughs> we spent so many years watching the awesome Michael Keaton, and watching George Clooney step in for one. And, and not that the George Clooney one was good, because I'm I'm a realist. It's not. Um, well, he looked better for the part. Uh, yeah, he was hot. But I will I will take the George Clooney Batman over Ben Affleck's Batman any day of the week. And over Val Kilmer. It, oh yes. Oh yes. That's the one I hate the worst. He was Christian, too, Christian too Bale serious. Was, Christian Bale was okay. 
I think he was a little too moody. But um, but the ben- the the Batman versus Superman, I didn't even bother to see it because one, it it's ridiculous. It's it does look ridiculous, but it was like almost three hours long. It was anything over two hours. I'm like, really? You couldn't have trimmed this down a little bit? It's a lot of dialogue, from what I understand. His Batman looks so like bulky, like too bulky. Right, and I don't watch those movies for dialogue. Right, I want to see action. Yes. That's why you watch these movies. Mm-hmm. You want to see people kicking ass. That's right, Sean. <laughs> yes. While the film was lambasted by critics, Affleck's performance received a fair amount of praise. Hopefully, not in my house. His upcoming solo Batman film will put his daredevil days to rest. Nope. As for uh, as for Damon, he confessed he'd be willing to don Matt Murdock's glasses if Christopher Nolan directed the film. Of course, Nolan is pretty entwined with the DC Universe, so chances are slim. Damien will ever defend Hell's Kitchens, especially since Charlie Cox is already doing such a great job on Netflix's Daredevil series. Charlie Cox is killing it as Daredevil. He's awesome. And it was fucking Affleck's Daredevil that made me, like, hesitate even from from watching it. And I'm so glad I got over that and... And started watching Daredevil. This was when it first came out, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, it, it, I was like so impressed with it. It was so much better. It, um, it really helped restore Daredevil to me. Mel Gibson. Ooh, you. <laughs> what was Mel Gibson up for? One of the best things about Marvel Cinematic Universe is the way it attracts truly talented actors. The MCU is full of Oscar-winning performers, from William Hurt and Ben Kingsley to Gwyneth Paltrow and... Oh, Benicio Del Toro. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You are welcome, my friend. (laughs) Of course, when it comes to the Academy Award winners, there's no one with as much as... Oh, gravitas. As Anthony Hopkins. Ooh! Best known for his turn as Hannibal Lecter. Hopkins uh, classes up everything he's in. The man is so talented that the legendary Lawrence Oliver personally asked him to join the Royal Nation Theater <laughs> 67, a hell of a way to start your career. They, these, these things get very wordy. They can't just yeah. get to the point. Yeah, I was about to say, and what's this got to do with Mel Gibson right now? I don't know. Not a damn thing! Precisely. And you know this, man? <laughs> With such an impressive background, it was a coup for Marvel when Hopkins agreed to join the MCU as Odin, Thor's father and king of Asgard. But while he seems to like an obvious pick for the role, he wasn't the only actor running for the All-Father. Ooh, that's not cool. That's not cool. Uh, my my uh, my lights just kind of went out and came back on again, but everything's still recording, so we're still good. Wow. It had that electric sound that you would hear in an old yeah. like scientist um Lab laboratory oh, man. movie. I'm keeping my fingers crossed we can finish the show. <laughs> Not because of that. Was... That was fucked up. In an interview with the Guardian, Gibson explained that uh, he was asked to play Odin, but he put it quote I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> Gibson didn't go any further than that. Uh, as an actor, Gibson is usually associated with the silent Max or the manic Martin Riggs. Okay. So I guess that was like Mad Max when he did uh, Beyond Thunderdome shit. Beyond Thunderdome. However, he's no stranger to high pros of Asgard, having earned his praise for his performance in Franco Zavelli's Hamlet. Ham! <laughs> Lit! 
Uh, <laughs> I got something for that, too, after this. Okay. In his earlier uh, theater days, Gibson also appeared in plays like Ro- Romeo and Juliet and Henry IV. With that background, Gibson probably could have and would have felt comfortable with Odin's dialogues. But, of course, with all the controversy surrounding the actor, it was probably best for the MCU that Gibson turned down the part. I would assume so, yeah. Right. <laughs> we recently uh, sent out a question on, uh, oh my God. on a thing about ham and bacon. Oh, all right. We, if you, if you, um, I did this both on the Instagram and the Facebook page, and it, it got a lot of comments on the Facebook page. Uh, but you can look for us uh, on Instagram, hashtag Just Saying, uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and I we posted up a picture of Canadian bacon. Because in the last show we talked about Canadian bacon. If you want to, it's it's not bacon, it's ham. It pisses me off. It's not bacon. Yeah, a lot of people agree with us. So I made uh, we we uh, we made the post and we put the thing up. It's like, where do you fall in the Canadian bacon debate? Is it Canadian? Is it bacon or ham? And everybody was like, it's ham. It's ham. It's ham. So it, uh, one person said bacon. And I don't know who that person is. So I was like, I don't know you, but I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you're entitled to your opinion. I will take it under advisement. <laughs> Thank you. For your contribution, <laughs> your opinion has been duly noted. <laughs> so, yeah, a friend of mine, uh, they even said it was ham. Yeah, he said it's totally just round smoked ham. Yeah, that is not bacon. Right, ham is gross. Bacon is heaven. Bacon is good. I li- don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I I can deal with ham. Ham is okay to me. I'll have I love ham. ham. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll handle call ham. Ham, ham, and I'll call bacon bacon. I will handle ham. <laughs> <laughs> and but I mean, ham is ham, and bacon is bacon. And you know, get get it together, Canada. Get it together. <laughs> You're killing it on maple syrup. You're fucking it up on bacon. <laughs> You're messing it up. You could be doing better in the bacon <laughs> world than you are. I just want you to know that. So yeah, when I once I said ham, yeah, that reminded me about the poll that we did, and <laughs> I want to bring that up before I forget. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's ham. Ham. Get over yourself. So, what? Uh, what else? What else we got there, Sean? I got one more name. One more name. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) When Guardians of the Galaxy hit theaters in 2014, some were skeptical about a movie uh, about talking trees and gun-toting raccoons would do well at the box office. But at the time of this writing, James Gunn's space adventure is the fifth highest grossing film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even though the film lacked recognizable heroes like Iron Man, Guardians won over fans with charm, humor, and a whole lot of pop songs. Yes, it did. The soundtrack for that is amazing. <laughs> I've actually seen the soundtrack like in stores as an actual cassette. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah. What are they going to play it on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe once it's just you, a novelty. Um, once you 
if you're gonna bring that back, why don't we just put some uh, actual cassette players out? I don't know. <laughs> I think people were after the movie came out because he has a specific Sony Walkman. A lot of people were selling like the them. one that we had. Not the one that we had. No. Oh, he didn't have it was, the yellow his Sony is silver. Sport. His mm-hmm. is silver, I think, and he has the little. He has the the over the ear headphones, uh-huh. and uh, people were selling them on eBay and stuff. It's like, oh, it's like Peter's thing, and it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's so easy to see the trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two it has over fourteen million views on YouTube. You know who else is on YouTube, Sean? Us. Yes. And our location shoots. Yes. It's fun to watch those. Especially, yes. especially when we put in uh, subtitles and little yeah. funny comments about what's going on with us. Sometimes. <laughs> Random ones have it. Go check it out. Random ones have it. You'll never know. Pour yourself a nice beverage. I'm not going to say what type. And every time you see it, have a drink. Ah. If you if you want. <laughs> if you want. You'll be hydrated as fuck. <laughs> People are incredibly psyched for the sci-fi sequel, and it seems like... Any actor in Hollywood would gladly sign up for a trip to Xandar. For example, both Stallone and Kurt Russell will appear alongside Chris Pratt. But despite Uh. all the excitement, not every actor is willing to soar off into space with Star-Lord. In a recent interview with Playboy... Uh. Born! (laughs) (laughs) Oscar winner Matthew McConaughey... Said he was offered a role in Volume 2, but turned down to appear in adaption of Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Ooh. As McConaughey explained, quote, I like Gardens of the Galaxy, but what I saw was it's successful, and now we've got room to make a colorful part for another big-name actor. I'd feel like an amendment. Okay. But while the Texan wasn't interested in being shoehorned into a sequel, he was eager to, quote, be the creator, the author... Of the man in the black. The Dark Tower's bad, big baddie. Big baddie. Fair enough. <laughs> Unfortunately for Marvel fans, McConaughey didn't say which part he was offered in Volume 2. While most agree he would have played a villain. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. McConaughey. Smile and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> um, nobody knows the identity of this mystery character. Still, the Guardian sequel should be plenty of fun, even without him in the film. Though, it'd be a lot cooler if he'd signed up. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the sequel actually was pretty good. I haven't seen either one of them. Oh, they're pretty good movies. They're pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Speaking of good. I know. My goodness. Speaking of goodness, well, I hope that everybody out there, um, if you're in the uh, New England area, oh my God, my lights! Oh, and you're getting a cool sound in the headphones. (laughs) And you're getting pummeled by this storm. I hope you're safe. Um, If like they were, they they were having people on the coast like evacuate. You know what pisses me off? As I was watching the news last night, a lot does. I actually, 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 um, I was watching the news last night, and they were talking to people in like Situate and Gloucester and uh, 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 like Sandwich and like all those coastal towns. Mm, And those towns, mm, those towns (laughs) all had evacuation notices, and they were trying to get people out. 
Like, please don't stay. You should really go. This is going to be really, really bad. Yeah, please don't buy me, dog. And it was funny because they would, have, they would like talk to people and be like, well, I don't see the point in going. And it's like, really? And he's like, well, and all these people were like, well, I think we're just going to stay put and see what happens. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Let's play this out. <laughs> Let's just see how the wind plays out. You cannot go up against Mother Nature and, like, win. She can you can't. Be, she can be a douche. She really can. Mm-hmm. She's quite a douche. Knocking down my fucking fence. <laughs> kicking me in the face. Well, lots of the times I go out to walk my dog. Yeah. It's either raining, snowing, or it's freezing. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a yeah. bitch. Yes! <laughs> oh. So hopefully, because they said... And you know we hate to be like a weather podcast, but you know this is this is important. So <laughs> <laughs> they said we were supposed to get snow on top of this around and, here, um, about one to three inches. Yeah, and now it's it's kind of sounding like it's not going to be what they said. So not where we're at. Yeah, which is fine. Hello, hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? No, <laughs> how do I know? I can't see you. So that's so cruel. <laughs> it really is. She's blind, Richie. <laughs> Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel Richie. She's blind. Yes, and it was really—it's kind of mean, <laughs> actually. Is it me you're looking for? She's not looking for anybody, Lionel. She can't see them. On t- on top of that, when she's there to uh, learn, yeah. Model. She's yeah. She's painting or no? She's sculpting. She's mm-hmm. a sculptor. Yeah, she eventually sculpted his head. Yeah. After feeling his face once. That's a hell of a memory. <laughs> you should work for a police sketch artist. So on top of saying, is it me you're looking for to a blind person? Yeah. He's like stalking her around the school. Yeah, he was. That was weird. Now how are you going to be like, is it me you're looking for and then follow her? <laughs> like, you're following her. She's not looking for you. She doesn't need to look for you. She just needs to turn around. <laughs> and feel your face. But she can't see you anyway because she's blind, you bastard. <laughs> oh, rude. He's so rude. <laughs> Nobody called him out on that either. No. You're like, oh, we don't want to say anything to Lionel. Well, we sure as hell will. I will. Hell yeah, we will. Oh, my goodness. So, hunker down. <laughs> Pray for daylight. <laughs> Stay safe, and uh, I'll take an under advisement. <laughs> I'm g- Smile and walk away. I'm going to shut up now. Sean's got something to tell you, and I hope that your day is as pleasant as you are. <laughs> Till next time. Have a good everything. Bless your heart. <laughs> you motherfucking motherfucker. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.